Welcome to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. You may be asking, what does Indie mean? It's not just music or the way you dress. It's all about you and a unique way of life. Now, here is your host. Hey, and welcome to Indie. I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to Indie the Radio Show. So today, I wanted to address something that um, someone commented on one of the shows that we had recently. They asked how to write a song, and so I was going to go over that and just talk about how to write a song, because it seems like when I was starting out writing songs, I wanted someone to talk to, someone to give me some advice about stuff, but there was nothing on the internet, so I thought that maybe I could do that for you guys. So um, I've been a songwriter for about two years now, or not two years, like a year. (laughs) Well, okay, so I started when I was 14. Well, actually, no, yeah, it's maybe two years. I don't know. Because I just barely turned, well, maybe, no, I think, who cares? So, (laughs) um, I love writing songs. It's a passion of mine. I do it all the time. Ask anybody. My manager says I'm a songwriting machine because I'm just constantly throwing out songs, whipping them out like nothing else. So, um, something that is really important to do when you're writing songs is you have to have a basic template for your song. Now, I know that sounds like scrapbooking, but it's not. It's like, so when you write a song, there's going to be a chorus, some verses, and a bridge. So, okay, let's analyze a song. Um, try to think of a good song that we could do. Huh. Okay, No One by Alicia Keys. So I don't know if any of you know that song, but... um. It starts out with the verse, and it's like, I just want you close where you can stay forever. You can be sure that it can only get better. And then she kind of goes in, like, her, into her intro to the chorus. So it's, you and me together through the days and nights. I don't worry because everything's going to be all right. And then she goes and talks about that some more. And then eventually she gets to the chorus, which is no one, no one, no one, no one, no one. Basically, it's just no one. But, um, and then at the end, she goes, he can get in the way of what I'm feeling, and then she repeats it. That's um, a good example of a very easy songwriting tactic that some people do. What The way she gets away with it, which wouldn't probably fly with most songs that um, have this sort of um, one-word thing, <laughs> like happy and the song... The reason she can do that is because it is, um, she has runs. So when she sings it, she's like, no one, no one, no one. So the runs make it more interesting. So we wouldn't want to like just put it in, just be like, no one, no one, no one, no one, because that's kind of boring. So that's a really fun tactic, and it's really easy, too. If you just pick a word, put a run to it, make that your chorus, but that's just an example of a chorus. Then we have the next verse, which is, um, what is it? Well, it's a, the next verse. It's pretty much the same tune as the first verse, which is before the chorus. So what you want to do is, I don't know if you're really interested in doing this, you might want to write it down. So it goes verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Then you can do a bridge, which is something that kind of breaks up the song a little bit, gives it some flavor to it. Kind of, it's like the dramatic part of the song, the song that you just pour your soul out. It's the big, the big bang um, in the song Brave. Um, 
you know the part where it goes, ever since your history of silence, didn't think you would, never thought you would, let your words be anything but empty. So like that part, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but if you do, that's great because this will help you for sure. So it's kind of that part that's just a little bit different from the rest of the song. It's kind of like, I don't know, if you want to get out some extra like, how do I say it, like, information to the song or something <laughs> that's a good place to do it um yeah and then after that you could end it there you could probably add the chorus it's most common to add a chorus after but really songwriting is all you it's indie it's independent it's about your feelings it's about what's in your heart and so you do what you feel is best for the song and really some people take an hour and some people take two months you know on a song so for me I take about 20 minutes <laughs> but <laughs> you know that's that's okay that might not be for you you might but the thing about me is I can't just sit there and be like okay I'm gonna write a song right now I don't do that it's like when I was younger when I first wanted to start writing songs I wasn't very good at it at all <laughs> actually it was terrible and um I just started out and my mom's like Rinsley you need to write a song you just need to write a song and I was like okay fine so I sat down at the computer and I wrote a song and I can't even remember what it was called or anything like that but I just remember it being really bad so and at the time I thought it was good but it was it was really bad and um then one time I was in the car and this was before I learned how to play guitar and by the way to those of you out there who can't play an instrument songwriting will be a little more difficult for you guys not because it's harder to write a song or a melody with your voice but because it's um when you want to put music to it it's always difficult I remember the song that I wrote called player right before I um started playing guitar and all my instruments I actually was a little bit unsure about how to put music to it so it was just a completely like straight like plain song but um then I gave it to my producer and he was like all right we'll try this but the thing about that is the reason it's not you if you have someone else do the music because I mean he did it but it wasn't exactly what I was picturing in my mind or anything so that's really important I mean it's 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 all right to write songs without instruments, but it'll be harder and a little more challenging. But if you if that's what's good for you, go for it. I mean, if if you feel like that's what you got to do, do it because it's always good to do what you got to do. So um, for a song, inspiration is a really great thing because when you're writing music, you can't just be like, um, I don't know what I'm going to write. So I'm just going to, you know, sit here and write about what I'm doing you know because if you're just writing a song about writing a song that'd be kind of boring what you want to do when you're writing a song which is really funny because for me it just kind of comes like in the spur of the moment whether I'm sitting there with my guitar or not it'll come and that's when I just gotta like book it to my guitar if I'm not with my guitar and remember what I heard so um I don't know if that happens to any of you guys, but if it does, don't forget to write your lyrics down. Oh my gosh. And one of the biggest mistakes I made in my songwriting is forgetting to write down the chords to the song. Because there are some really great songs that I have that I can't remember how to play it at all. So that's something that you should probably do. 
And I mean, if you feel like you want to revise a song or something after you had gotten a little more experience, I remember my first song on the guitar. It was dreadful. It was called People Talk, and it was a two chord song that literally went like the melody was like, and that was it the whole entire time. It just repeated like boom, 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 the same thing over and over again. It was terrible. Mm, so, and now I'm actually like producing my own records and stuff. So we really just have to like think about, you know, it might be hard at first, you know, you might not know what you're doing, but it gets better. And if it sucks, don't give up, just keep going. And you know what? The best thing that could have happened to me was for me to be under the illusion that my songs were good. I was completely oblivious to knowing that my songs were bad. So it's really, really good that I thought that they were good so that I could keep going. <laughs> so don't get down on yourself. Just think your songs are good and eventually they will be good. And if they're good, then they're good, you know. But um, yeah, one thing that I would always do when I wrote songs is I would call my mom in my room and make her listen. And now I just kind of do whatever. But it's really good to have someone who will just listen and get like give you feedback on your songs because that's really important. So another way that I start to write songs is I'll just be sitting there with my guitar, just like messing around, doing whatever I feel like I want to do, you know, just kind of picking it out and whatever and um, making up my own chord progressions and stuff. And then all of a sudden I'll just be like, let's make up this random thing, like this random line that I just kind of did. And actually um, that brings me back to inspiration of songs because when you are inspired by different things whether it's a problem you're going through in your life or something really fun and happy that you're excited about you know just whatever it's inspiration is good because if you don't have inspiration you're not gonna have anything your song is gonna be boring as heck so that's something that's really important to do and so make sure that you're inspired but even then, if you have a best friend or a boyfriend or whatever, not saying that I have a boyfriend because I really don't, and I, I don't wish I did, but that's another story. So we're just going to move on. And so, um, yeah, just really any inspiration that you can get is great. So um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. I'm Lindsay and you're listening to Indie. term break a leg what do you think of maybe it's the movies musicals stage shows and theater break a leg will explore all forms of creativity whether it's from theater movies tv or even books 
On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all-things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Darling, darling, don't you cry. Mama's coming home tonight. Darling, darling, don't you cry. Mama's coming home tonight. Darling, darling, don't feel sad That'll make your mama feel real bad Darling, darling, don't feel bad But daddy's not coming home and he's real sad Sometimes people lose hope in the way Love in the way that they love each other It's not your fault daddy made a mistake And mama's gonna be okay Darling, I know what you're gonna say Why can't people just love each other? Too bad it don't work that way But I promise everything's gonna be okay Everything's gonna be okay Darling, darling, don't you cry Mama's coming home tonight Darling, darling, don't feel sad That'll make your mama feel real bad With Indie the Radio Show, this is Rinsley. So, actually, we were talking about inspiration in songwriting. So, whatever your inspiration is, get inspiration. 
Um, so next I wanted to talk about acting upon little whims that you get to write songs. So if you're sitting on the couch watching TV and all of a sudden you hear, this happened to me once. It was kind of weird. It was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to go write a song. <laughs> so it's just like, really, it'll just, if it comes to you, don't you dare let it pass you. Like, seriously, there are a few people in this world that can write songs. And if you're one of them and you're letting the opportunity go, that could be one of the biggest mistakes that you ever make. So don't you dare forget to write that song down. Okay, so this, I wanted to talk about a song that I recently wrote, and I'm in the process of producing right now. My last song that I wrote, which was actually probably like two weeks ago, but I just recorded it like a week ago. So it's called Heartbreak Girl. And so I was comparing it to my first song that I remember writing, which is Player. So when you... When I think about, like, the difference between the two songs, it's completely crazy. Player was a, a total pop song, completely, like, I don't know, Beyonce feeling to it. It was just very, like, mm, like, girl power, whatever. But this next one, it is girl power, but it's also different because I've noticed how different my feeling, my, like, genre just the type of songs that I write, how different they are from when I first started out. So um, as I have, my songwriting has evolved through just time, um, I've become a little more indie than I thought I was, which is funny actually, because I was such a pop singer before. I love doing the runs, you know, I'm just really into that big, you know, pop scene, whatever, but, well, I was. But um, something changed. And I'm not sure what changed, but when I picked up guitar, my songs slowly got more indie. So that was something that was just kind of like, hmm, how'd that happen? But slowly, I was able to actually embrace my indiness, which is funny because now I have Indie the radio show. So, hey, everybody, I'm indie, and this is, you know, I met a girl named Indie once, and she, I just wish I had that name. I love that name. So maybe I'll name my kid that or something. Nobody let me forget that. I'm going I'm to name my kid Indy, and it's going to be so cute. So, um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, about indie and writing indie music. So when I started out, it was very pop and whatnot. And so I think what changed was my taste in music changed. So when you are writing songs, whether you like it or not, you're going to be influenced by the artists you're listening to. So... Make sure that it's a little more what you listen to is what you want to write, how you want to write. Uh, when I, I went through this big John Mayer phase um, in the middle of my songwriting, which helped me develop um, my guitar playing a lot more than I had before. Um, it definitely gave me a little more of a, I don't know, better, better technique and um, helps me develop as an artist but through that period and I was constantly listening to John Mayer and just kind of like oh I love this music you know I started to write like him my music became more metaphorical and I'm not saying my guitar playing will ever be as good as his because it's totally not but my music became more metaphorical a little more bluesy you know just stuff that was a little bit less than what I was doing before and now I just kind of I am uninfluenced by hardly anybody, actually. I don't really listen to much music anymore other than, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me, church hymns. So, <laughs> and David Archuleta, but that's another story. <laughs> and so, 
Um, but now I'm a little bit less influenced by other people. I just kind of do my own thing. It's just kind of what's in me, you know? It's not about what's mainstream. It's about what's in my heart. And actually, that reminds me of something that happened. Um, well, not something that happened, but, well, it did happen. But um, Maroon 5 with Adam Levine and his band. So actually, they were they had a different feel to them for sure. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't pop like they are now. See, what they did was they did a really lame move for um, an artist to make, but it was very smart on the corporate side of things. They brought the cash in for sure by by doing this, but um, they changed their style for mainstream. So what they, they were into, like, I don't know what it was. It was either rock indie rocker i don't know exactly what it was i'll have to tell you guys next show but i'm not sure but they and actually becca who i had on the show earlier brought this up so this is kind of why i'm talking about it by the way becca left us but we miss her so much so becca if you're listening just wanted to let you know that we miss you shout out to you so anyways um we were talking about i love becca because she gets on these tangents about different music and other things like that so she started talking about Rune 5 and how they um, broke away from what they were doing because it was easier to get fans and more, you know, cash rolls in better when you're doing pop music. And actually, that's something that Taylor Swift did, too. Um, She left her country music for pop. Slowly but surely, she did. And um, this last album that she has made made more money than any of her albums did. Now, there could be other reasons for that, but that's just one of the reasons I think she just kind of came out and was like, okay, I'm just pop now. She kind of left her country behind, which is a little bit sad. It just seems like a big, like a little girl growing up, but, um, which I can't really say cause she's older than me, but still, it's just kind of like sad to see someone just leave what they were before. But I think she's changed as a person as well as time went on. So when I was writing John Mayer music, a lot of my music was very metaphorical. Now, metaphorical in the sense, not like in <laughs> The Vault in Our Stars when he puts a cigarette in his mouth and he's like, it's a metaphor. No, not like that. It was more like, how do I say it? Different. Um, I spoke my own language in the sense that when you write music, everybody has their own language to write music some they're very literal some like to have a little bit of a poetic element to it something that will make people think put um put a lot more thought into to really figure out what the song means now that's what i do actually um yeah i do that a lot this last the very last song that i wrote um called heartbreak girl um it talks about like being um not being on the silver screen but being in magazines and hiding in the lines between now it seems crazy because you would never really figure that out unless you heard the song so that sounds kind of weird it's just like oh yeah that's weird what you just said but um when my song comes out i'll let you guys know i might even play it on the show and so i will let you guys hear that and you guys can tell me what you think and um maybe you guys can figure out what it means so anyways we're gonna be right back i am rinsley and you're listening to indie i'm rinsley and you're listening to indie
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey everybody, and you're listening to the radio show. I am Angela, your host, and we will finish talking about songwriting. So if you guys have any questions, um, any tips that you think I should bring up on the show, definitely let me know. I'm totally open to ideas and anything that you guys could have to say please comment below if you have any other questions i love to hear from you guys and hear your questions and i'm just able to answer them and help you guys out because that's why i'm here so make sure that you definitely comment below and get a conversation going so um it's the third segment as you all know and you know what we do on the third segment we talk about being 
indie and other artists. So first we're going to talk about other artists. So actually I'm going to bring up something that shouldn't be a controversial topic, but it is to me. So um, I'm going to actually spotlight Katy Perry. Now, not because she is my favorite person in the world or anything like that, not because I look up to her in any way, shape or form at all, because I don't. Um, I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I actually have a problem with Katy Perry. Now, Katy Perry was a Christian artist from the beginning. Um, She really wanted to be the next Amy Grant, but something changed. She was a little bit caring more about fame than her heart or anything that mattered to her. She didn't care about what could happen to her or anything. She just cared about her fame and what would happen to her in um, money and just that sort of thing. So Katy Perry's name used to be Katie Hudson. Um, and so she was born on October 25th, 1984 in Santa Barbara, California. Um, she lives in LA right now. So actually I think the Super Bowl is here this, um, this, uh, year or something. I'm okay. Please don't laugh at me. I don't know anything about football. It's on Sunday. Um, or last Sunday, I guess, because this will be airing on Thursday. So, um, I don't know much about football. In fact, I know nothing about football. I just know that if some guy gets tackled, that someone gets a point or whatever. I'm not even sure if that counts, but it's, um, I was just not educated in that form, but that's okay. I don't really care. (laughs) Sorry if you guys do. Um, You guys can also give me some tips down below in the comment section if you want to teach me about football. You can do that too. So I'll I'll teach you guys about songwriting and you can teach me about football. So anyways, so Katy Perry's actually here in Arizona for the the, um, Super Bowl. So I thought it was appropriate to talk about her. So she is... um, a singer, songwriter, actress, philanthropist, and businesswoman. Now, okay, so this leads me to what I wanted to talk about because it's really sad. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Katy Perry's documentary that came out. I think it was called Teenage Dream or something. But anyways, um, it was about her and how she started out. And it was it was pretty plain and simple. So anything I'm going to say is not different from what was in the documentary that I watched a few years ago. So it talks about how she was raised in a Christian home and was really only allowed to listen to Christian music, which um, I see that right now um, the control element in her home is very strict. So, and I see what the parents are trying to do and they have good intentions for sure. And, um, but they really controlled the daughter and made her kind of rebellious in a way. I mean, if you see the way she was raised And then the way that she is now, it's kind of sad, actually, because she's gone to such an extreme, maybe even to rebel against her parents. I don't really know exactly what she was going for when she does all the stuff that she does. But um, she decided that she wants she made she even made a Christian album, actually. And both of her parents were preachers. And uh, yeah, she was very Christian. Something happened, I think, when she moved out where she started writing music and um start just became a little bit um different from what she was before now this is what's sad that really bothers me is that some people say that she sold her soul to the devil now my advice to you guys that are listening right now if this is the route that you want to go whatever you do don't do that it's a mistake don't do it um but then again it's your life so you decide for yourself um 
So Katy Perry was obviously good girl gone bad. She talks about kissing girls in her songs. And I'm not saying that anybody that is gay is bad, but it was definitely against her beliefs in the beginning. It, um, it's really sad to see what's happened to her. Um, she's gone crazy, like literally crazy. I mean, anybody with morals would not take pictures without clothes. (laughs) And so, um, she makes about 44 million a year, which is crazy because there's people actually going to her shows and literally, and I, this is so sad because I mean, I understand that this definitely brings up controversy for sure. I know that a lot of people would disagree with what I have to say, but you know, just hear me out. And if, if you don't like what I'm saying, you know, you can turn it off or you can comment below and let me know what you think. And I'll let you know what I think. Um, because in this country, the beautiful thing is freedom of speech. So, um, the thing about Katy Perry is that she, in my opinion, has made many mistakes in her life. But not only that, is she's brought a lot of people down with her. If you go to like one of her concerts, which I never did. In fact, I've never really been to a concert before, which is weird because I'm a songwriter and I do all that stuff. Um, and I'm not saying I'm a Christian songwriter because I'm not. I do pop stuff and indie stuff. Like, I guess it's really indie pop. But um, so I'm kind of going down the same for the same revenue as her. But the thing, the difference between us is that she has forgotten all of her morals completely and totally is just going down a path that will not be happy one for her in the end. I'm pretty sure she'll probably end up being a very unhappy person. But um, then again, it's not mine to judge, but um, that's just what I think. I mean, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Um, So she... And it, what's what I was getting to, what I was saying about her going having concerts is people literally sit there and just scream for her, like, and just, like, basically, they worship her. She's, um, yeah, they're, like, people will even go out and say that she's their idol. And as a Christian, we are constantly um, reminded not to worship idols. But the sad thing is, is that a lot of us Christians do because we don't realize what an idol is. Idols is someone who you look like are constantly looking up to and just someone that you really worship they you give them endless amounts of money you know just stuff like that that I don't know it just seems just kind of you know a little bit wrong and disturbing to me but you know it's up to you guys so she was married to Russell Brand in 2010 to 2011 I mean 2012 not 2011 and it's really sad actually because obviously something didn't work out there so and I'm not saying it's because of her choices but um because I know he's made some choices too but it's just kind of evident to show that obviously it was unhappy for her I mean you would be sad if you know like you ended your marriage over something like this and I'm not saying that that's why but I'm just saying it just doesn't seem like she's happy because obviously you don't get divorced for no reason. And I would know because my parents are divorced and it just it's a sad thing. It's not something happy. She sings a lot of pop and rock. Now, like I talked about before, um on my last show, I don't know if you want to go look and listen to that, but that should be on the website as well. Um pop and rock music have been used for 
um, to desensitize people. And so if you want to hear a little more about that, just go to my last show and you can check that out and hear my opinions on that. But um, so she, um, yeah, she's just a little bit of a different person than what her parents raised her to be. Her parents talked about disowning her and then they decided to just be proud of her instead, which I'm really confused, but I've heard some, I've just read some things online that talk about how her parents feel about her. But anyways, that's past the point. Um, sad use of life, um, bringing other people down with her. Um, those of you who are Katy Perry fans, I encourage you to analyze the music that you're listening to and think about it. Actually, not even those of you who are Katy Perry fans, anybody out there who is listening to music, um, I encourage you to really um, think about what you're listening to, thinking about how it's been affecting you, think about what the words are and how it could be changing your life in a negative or positive way. Anyways, um, this is Indy, the radio show on Voice America Kids Network. Or actually, no, it's on Kids Radio Anyways, it's on kidsairradio.com, and I'm Rinsley, and this is Indy, and we'll be right back. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Winsley, and you're listening to Indie, the radio show. So we were just talking about Katy Perry and about her decisions 
And um, actually, I was going to talk a little bit more about, because it seems like such a big topic that we should really be talking about, because music um, music inspires a generation. Music inspires people and the way they live. People who don't even listen to music are affected by music, and that's because other people listen to music. So if you look at um, the beginning of MTV, um, that started a big generation of music so actually let's talk about the way parents reacted to music because that's something that was that strikes me a little bit so as the generations have gone on there are parents who are un not okay with their kids listening or watching things that are not appropriate so I'm going to talk about I mean last show we talked about the 50s how the parents were not okay with the music that the kids were listening to, the rock and roll stuff. And um, then in the the 60s, they got into all that stuff, the hippie music or whatever. But um, so about um, in the 80s, MTV came out. I think it was 80s. I'm pretty positive. So 1983? Okay, 1983 was when the um, MTV came out. So... Um, a lot of parents were not okay with their kids listening to this music. And um, and that makes me think. Because we see a pattern of um, parents shielding their kids from certain media and things. And I mean, this is just what you see in the movies and stuff, how parents are not okay. And just hearing stories from your grandparents and all this stuff. So... In the 50s, our parents shielded our grandparents from the music that they were listening to, even though the kid and the kids rebelled and they wouldn't listen to it. Then in the 60s, the parents shielded the kids from the hippie movement, you know, the hippie age. And actually, that is something that was kind of a little bit bothersome to me because, um, okay, so in Africa, they're about 10 years behind us um, with their media and things. So about 10 years after the hippie movement, when they had like the free love and all that stuff, that's um 10 years after that's when aids became a problem which is really funny because that just shows that the media affects everybody so and the music does so then in like the 90s they got into their punk rock stuff the parents were not okay with it but actually you start to see something where the parents are actually letting their kids do it you know which i'm not saying that parents shouldn't give their kids free choice because that's definitely important and i'm not and i'm not saying that kids shouldn't have free choice because we should um but you see the parents trying to protect their kids from something but um and I'm not saying that the parents should control the kids because it's ultimately the child's decision when they get out of the house that they're going to rebel or listen to the parents or do both. So honestly, it's really not about that. It's about we see a pattern of parents being afraid for their children. And um, now you see we're listening to all this pop stuff like Katy Perry and stuff with alternate motives i believe um stuff that's well all of the music does i think they talk about a lot of desensit like they're really just desensitizing us as children and um they slowly done it over the ages so it doesn't bother the parents as much as they see it go along and of course it doesn't bother the kids this is all they know you know so that's something and you see people which the stuff in the 50s is old-fashioned so that just goes to show that something's definitely wrong here because the stuff that was bad then 
is not bad now. It's completely wholesome, which I'm saying that it's I'm not saying that it's bad because I don't really know. But I mean, that's just something to think about. So now we see everybody being okay with their kids listening to whatever, which is funny. I mean, you get the parents every now and then who are a little more sheltering of their kids. But um, honestly, I don't see a lot of parental guidance in much things at all. Um, just looking in my own life, my mom was okay with me listening to whatever I wanted to. Well, not whatever I wanted to, but mostly anything I wanted to. And her mom, I don't know. I wonder what her mom would, what did your mom do, mom? My mom's here. I just. So my mom said that she was oblivious, but that makes sense because she came from Cuba and she was just all about the all American stuff <laughs> or whatever. So but she didn't really know. But, um, and that's another thing. I see a lot of parents, and I think that's what's going on today, is all the parents are oblivious. So, they're too busy to pay attention. There's so much going on, and just things. And now, a lot of you people will probably be thinking, oh yeah, well, she's being, like, you know, told what to do by her parents, you know? This is why she's talking about this stuff. But honestly, my parents have nothing to do with me and my opinions at all. (laughs) It's really just me. And then that people will be like, oh my gosh, she's so old-fashioned, what's wrong with her? <laughs> I don't really care. So if you feel like you have a problem with that, you can let me know, whatever. Um, yeah, so that's just that, and we have a problem. And so if you, if you guys agree with me, if you disagree, I just want to hear what you guys think. So definitely let me know. Now, there is a lot of stuff that we see that, okay, so... The media actually affects even just the way we dress. And that's what I was about to say about how music and media affects people who aren't even in the music and media industry because of the other people that they are affected by and around all the time. Because it's like, okay, I'm not saying it's, well, it is a disease, basically. It's like a disease, like a transmitted disease that you see people and then you do it too. And I'm, I don't know, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing, but it, it, it could be a bad thing. So it just depends on how it's used. So, okay, let's say, let's pretend that we lived in like the 30s or something. I don't even know. Maybe not even the 30s, probably earlier than that. But um, let's talk about jeans. Or maybe, no, let's talk about skinny jeans. Okay, so in the 80s, they came out with skinny jeans, right? So no, before that, people would just wear their jeans without, you know, rolling them up and tightening them. Um, but I'm sure that one day, someone who was super influenced by the media and music shows up to school with her pants like this now this is something I can attest to because it seems like something that happens to me at school um me and my friend we so our school's super strict on the dress code and we're not allowed to wear a lot of things so my friend comes to school one day in these pants that are very funny looking actually they're kind of weird (laughs) but they're really poop they're puffy they're like they're not form-fitted they're just kind of like fluffy (laughs) i don't really know how to explain them they don't show off a lot of curves or anything that's how we can get away with them at the dress code but um so she shows up with those and i'm like oh that's a good idea you know i was sick of wearing skirts to school so i because we're not allowed to wear jeans or pants or anything just like well we're allowed to wear pants just not form-fitting pants so i went to the mall i got myself some puffy pants and then slowly all of everybody was doing it and slowly it took over the whole entire school and now everybody does it so that's just some that's like something on a lower scale since there's like 40 to 60 people at my school 
um, that just goes to show how how fast it spread. And now at a normal high school, it might go faster or slower depending. Now the kids at my school don't care as much about fashion and things, but um, at a regular high school, that's something that really is important to them. So I could see it maybe even spreading quicker, but it just goes to show that one item of clothing <laughs> that somebody found or saw could affect everybody else. So just like music, if the popular girl in school decides to wear, tuck her jeans in, this brings us back to the 80s, to decides to roll her jeans up, tuck them in, you know, do whatever, all of a sudden everybody starts to do it. And we see this movement. So it takes just one person to affect the rest of the group of people. And it's really strange, but it's it's very um, noticeable and um, very interesting because, and I mean, if it were someone who was not influential in this group of people, someone maybe was considered uncool or lame, maybe they would not be have such an effect on everybody. But um, we see that movement um, in time and also how... Okay, now, I don't know about you guys, but this is something that I've noticed that's crazy. Okay, our skirts that we wear, they get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And pretty soon, they're going to be figure skating skirts. Like, honestly, I think they already are. I remember, I've talked about being a figure skater before, and those, short, those skirts, they are so short. They barely cover your bum. So... I mean, so we see these uh, um, skirts getting shorter and shorter, and you're thinking, all right, what's next? But anyways, that's a topic for another day. Um, I'm Rinsley. You're listening to Indie the Radio Show on Kidstar Radio, and um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Indie. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you feeling inspired to be original now? Go do something awesome, beautiful, and be indie. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 